Hey, I'm your host, Wes. And I'm your host, Scott. Come on in and grab a seat. Because you're hanging with us at the barbershop. Well, having the, the upgraded RAM that allows us to run maybe more stuff at a considerably smoother rate. <laughs> yeah, and now it's the thing. Do I look at you when I'm talking to you, or do I look at you on the screen? Well, see, I don't know. Like, we're we're taking a stab into video here. Yeah. So, I mean, for those of you who are not consuming this on the YouTube channel, why are you not on the YouTube channel? <laughs> yeah, exactly. There's exciting but, uh, things happening, yeah, and yeah, we yeah. look like goofballs. <laughs> our first stab at video was on our uh, one of our sister shows where I attempted to host a Skype meeting with my uh, with the old laptop, which, you know horrible horrible camera uh compared to what uh, we're using now right i feel like this is a much better uh, much better because you got video you did skype but with video or no video we, yeah we did the... it with we did full video on that one and the interviewee was in north carolina so i mean you have all of those like hey we're not in the same country fortunately we're in the same time zone so that that worked in our favor but all of the latency issues from you know international kind of beaming signals around the world so on one hand it's frustrating that you have some of those uh, latency issues and some of the audio quality issues but on the other hand isn't it amazing that we can talk to anyone in the world virtually at any time we want to well right compared to right you used to wait a for it to be cheap to call yeah and then you had to worry about the time change and if they were like now it doesn't matter right you know what else doesn't matter it doesn't matter that we're having this whole conversation because I didn't hit the record button on oh, uh, nice. Zoom. So maybe we should do that. Okay. Now, okay. All right, here we go. Oh, we want to record the audio. Do you want to include the audio in the recording? Sure, why not? Right. Yeah, why not? Computer audio, we've already done that. So now, that should be good. <laughs> I feel like a complete tool once again. <laughs> well, it's like it's fine. It doesn't light up, right? The it's learning not curve. like there's an on-air button. No. Oh, gosh. <sighs> but, well, uh, here we yeah. are. <laughs> you know what will be interesting is if the, um, the 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 wobble in the table comes out on the video because I feel like the screen's got a bit of a... Oh, you know what? It's probably me the way I'm oh, leaning on it too, it, right? I'm a huge yeah. leaner and every time you touch it, well, it's like, know. oh, is it? are we going to look like walking bobbleheads? I don't know about you, but uh, this is a glorious bobblehead right here. Look at this. Right, Bob. <laughs> no, uh, no inklings to cut it yet. I've gone back and forth on that a few times. Uh, Still no trim. Kim does the dead ends for me, and I, I will probably do for another right go round of that. But I mean, this is like this is filling out much nicer than oh, I could ever have. What's anticipated. the passcode? What is the passcode? Well, I'm not entirely sure. So why don't we? Uh, Let's try something here. Can I borrow that for a second? Of course. Sure. Look at us go. Professional. <laughs> we are so on the ball here. Let's go. Oh. Uh, this. Oh, my God. Cable management. Oh, Not so good. Do my big slurp off air. Let's see what happens here. As we're singing the virtues of this uh, new computer. <laughs> No, it works awesome. So it's new uh, computers. It's old fingers. So is that an M with an I or an M with a Y? Um, it's M I M I L E S L E S and with a G, correct? Yeah, G I B G I B. There, there, there he is. So here we go. So now here's what's going to happen. We're going to go. We're going to paste in the link, and now. 
that should effectively allow him to bounce in here. So, and that came from what you? That comes from me. So, okay. I mean, he's going to have to go to his requests and uh, don't think I'm a weirdo. <laughs> uh. Oh, he's there. Yes. Yes, sir, I am. <laughs> uh, good to see he's not taking blind requests, oh, right? Oh, I know. All right, so now I was thinking about this uh, today as we were coming down. Um, we actually know another person who used to work in radio. And uh, was that be uh, do we know Mr. Elman enough to say we know him? Uh, you know what? I, I could. Well, right, I spent you, enough time around there as a kid. lived that, in their house. Well, there is that. It was long after Dave had gone, but I was actually thinking uh, one of my high school contemporaries was a radio guy for a short period of time until he got uh, he got replaced by a computer. You think we'd have had this all sorted out before we got to this point? I know. Uh, and yet we haven't. And I don't understand why. We are definitely connected where we need to be. We are connected. I'm not sure why. Hello. Oh, hi. Hey. <laughs> What's up? Not too much, man. We okay, like, I don't feel we're so like, We're now. like, oh my gosh, we don't know what we're doing. We're a bunch of goose. But maybe it was on your end. Yeah, the, oh. the professional sound engineer. Cool. Well, so, yeah, cool. What do you guys want to talk about? <laughs> uh, you know what? I think we talked about uh, like way back. If you wanted to talk about being like a hometown boy, you know, and your adventures in Buckhorn and then whether, you know, I got a few questions sort of like that. And as I say, we're happy to kind of delve off of, you know, ask a question. And then if you got a funny story, we're happy with that. And then, you know, if there's something else I love. Like, if you get a tangent, like, way out, I'm totally cool with that. Because then if it swings back to the question, it's like, ah, oh, fucking mint. <laughs> okay. As a, oh, we can, can we swear? Oh, please we do. Are, we are absolutely adult-oriented and adult-themed. So uh, there is full disclaimers at the front end of all of our shows. Let's be honest. I'm drinking <laughs> at noon. So okay, 12, 13, and I've cracked my beer. So I'm good. All right. I was just about to t- uh, to good. I was just about to say to Scott that we actually know some other people in radio and and knowing what they went through, I have some questions for you. First of all, how many radio stations have you been at? Well, I'm on three currently, um, but I, I before I was locally on the radio, I was in Toronto on the Canadian Traffic Network. Right, that was very brief. That was my first real job after college for for broadcasting, and uh, I got fired. <laughs> oh no yeah was it so, one of those yeah, like was, was did you see it coming oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, uh, I uh, was alone uh, my first weekend alone I like I just screwed up so bad I got in there late like like late like after like rush hour before before I had to crack the mic you know and oh uh, wow so from then on in that whole shift was just like that was the beginning of the end like I knew the, the boss came back. She's like, what happened on that weekend? I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, right. Fucked it up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're that generation. You would have went to college right out of high school. So you were what, like 18? No, actually, I, uh, I'll be 38 in July. And I, uh, I, I didn't go back to college until I was about 25. I went to Fleming when I was 18 for business and I failed. I failed there too. <laughs> Solidarity, brother. Solidarity. Uh, Nothing yeah. wrong with that. And then you went to, I want to, it's not Conestoga. Where'd I went to Loyalist. Loyalist, Loyalist for radio. In Belleville. Well, I went for TV radio. I 
I did my internship at uh, at Chex TV, which was a lot of fun. TV is a lot more work, though. So, if it's anything like making the leap from audio podcasting to video podcasting, I think I can appreciate that with on the tiniest of slivers because <laughs> this is like what the hell? TV TV news is is a lot more. It's a lot. Of, it's like way more pressure. Like you have to have your story done by six, like before 6 p.m., you know right. what I mean, for the 6 o'clock news. So it's it's very crunched. Well, very much. And, I mean, right, your partner in crime, you know, Mike comes from Mike. that. So he's feeling way better yeah. on radio, does he? Well, we can just be you. Like, yeah, well, we don't have to, like, get dressed up, you know, you know, just wear whatever you want. To, well, not whatever you want, but, you know. Woo, pantsless Wednesdays. Wear a suit, yeah, right. right yeah. Pantsless Wednesday. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, we we're when the pandemic began because our building, like a lot of people, are in the building. Right, just, like me and Mike and our boss. So, like every Friday for like the first like little bit, we were like wearing, you know, a jersey or like we we did wear a suit one one time on a Friday. But like right now, I got a Gordon Bombay Hawks jersey on from. Uh, Mighty Ducks. Nice. Nice. Mighty Ducks won. Have you, so, uh. Shout out to the Mighty Ducks. <laughs> Have you watched the new one yet? I watched the first episode. I'm a big Ducks guy, man. Yeah. Like, I, I can quote the whole trilogy. And I like it. I like the new Ducks show, but. I've only watched one episode, right. so I can't really say. I feel like yeah. it's going in a different direction. I, too, have put one episode in, and that's about it. And that's on Disney yeah. Plus? Uh, yeah. Is it? Okay, yeah. so I'm going to have to check that one out. So, yeah. it, It's a well, throwback. The ducks, like, the ducks are, like, good, right? Yeah. Like, that's what I got. And now it's, like, the the underdog team is not the Ducks. The, like, the Ducks right. are, like, the bad, the, the Hawks. Oh, know? wow. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. Anyway. What are you drinking there? I am drinking a uh, farmhouse saison from Fenland Falls Brewery. Oh, cool. so uh, we've talked about that. Uh, it's funny. I got that um, last summer. Well, probably two summers ago because I didn't do a lot of drinking last summer, and uh, took it to a barbecue and drank it out of the cooler. It was not my favorite beer. And then uh, yeah. my wife had gotten me their beer box for Christmas, so I'm getting a box of beer from them every month and it's funny i'm not drinking near i'm not drinking near enough of it because the, the beer fridge is getting full she now you're stockpiling like, yeah she's like man there's a lot of beer in that fridge i'm like do i need to like drink one whole after work every day and she's like i don't know if i want you to get into that habit <laughs> yeah, but yeah. this is this is actually grown on me like out of the fridge super cold it is it's good it's a little heavier i think they do it with um a yeast instead of a barley I'm not truly an educated beer drinker, but uh, no, but we fake it a lot. It's got a bit of a different taste, and it's yeah, it's something different, right? And um, it's my hometown brewery, I guess, if you think about it. Uh, even though I've probably lived in Bob Cajun longer than I did in Fenland, it's still that hometown feel, right? Yeah, right. Yeah, man. I uh, I drank uh, eight Tall Boys on Saturday and a bottle of wine by myself. I was feeling pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> that's a, that's a good night. Um, well, I just had a hanker in, you know. I uh, I wanted I wanted to drink some beers and can't really hang out with anybody. So. Isn't that the worst though? Like, and I I empathize with you because I mean I am a social drinker. I mean 
I I have a background prior to uh, my last career was in the military. So I mean, you can imagine the the culture around drinking that still exists within the military. So oh, yeah. uh, I certainly my alcohol consumption kind of nosedived after I got out and then I reconnected with this guy <laughs> and suddenly it shot way back up. Like, well, I mean, that's yeah. the thing, right? As, as, at a social gathering, to me, it's it's the lubricant to a good time. Yeah. It's true, man. You know what? Like, I've known my buddies that I, that I hang out with still that, you know, I've known them my whole life. And it's like, when we hang out, we're drinking. We're not just sitting around, you know what I mean? Like, Chatting. we're having beers and stuff like that. And, yeah. Uh, it's fun, you know. I don't know. I and to me too, it's 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 unleashing that inability or that inability not to make fun of somebody because it's socially unacceptable. But as soon as you're a little drunk and they're a little drunk, yeah. I mean, <laughs> I like making fun of people. I, I like laughing. It's right. I believe it's, the term is it reduces inhibitions. Inhibitions. Thank you. <laughs> but. I, uh, uh, I, I like, yeah, I, I feel you, man. I like, I, at work, like we're always making fun of each other, like nonstop. Like yeah. it's just pure chirping the whole time. And it's then, like, if you work in a shop or anything, you're always just making fun of each other. It's fun. It, it's your it's thing, always, right? I, I imagine you'd think, you'd think somebody was upset with you if you went in there and, you know, Mike's like, hey, Miles. Like, did I do something wrong? It's like, yeah, yeah, it's and I think that's too. Definitely, I think your uh, your audience is is in on it. They're in on the joke, right? Because I mean, even yeah, yeah. when you guys kind of read back your Facebook posts on questions, and I mean, some of those answers are ridiculous. Yeah, but I mean, I think yeah, that totally. that that's that's the way the show goes, right? It's it, you're looking for that um, that silliness or well, that ridiculousness. Yeah, for sure. Well, we're 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 trying to be ourselves as much as we can, that as much as we can get away with, because you can't totally be your full self, right? You know what I mean. There, there's a persona so, to be there. Well, I mean, let's but, be. To me, but you, I, I've, you know, from the gym and stuff, like you've seen me. That's that's the way you. you see me at the gym is is me. Yeah, yeah totally. exactly. And it's like it's so funny because it's like right, you're. You're on the the number one country station in you know, Plaidville, and I mean, right? That's to to me. I mean, as much as, and I don't know what the the numbers would state, but to me, growing up here and going to school in Fenland and high school in Fenland, I mean, that was ninety percent of the radios were tuned into whatever assemblance, whether it was Country One Hundred Five or now that it's pure and yeah, pure. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, it's well, hard. Um, it's still, yeah, we're, we like our, our station is definitely like number one in the market. Our show for sure is number one in the market. So, um, we're happy with that. Yeah. It goes up, it, it, it fluctuates, but it's, it's been for the morning show numbers, it's been going up steady every year since me and Mike have been together. So. Oh, that's good. Yeah. And, and it's funny too, because I would tell you, no one else is, is, has got that charisma in the morning yet and i mean I, I try to switch out and i mean i'm more of a new rock guy so but i mean whether you're listening out of toronto and then as i say there is that nuance that peterborough is the armpit of the world and as soon as you start to crest in every other radio station craps out so you're picking a a peterborough station to to do and right you're not um what is it when somebody else does it and it's on a whole bunch of other radios? Syndicated. Syndicated. You're not syndicated. a syndicated show, right? Because that's no, the other one, like no. Freak. 
is doing a syndicated show, right? So yeah. that guy's not even local, which I think, right? In in the mornings I tune in, that was the other day. We I, I managed to send you a message that I just thought the bit you were doing was hilarious, and you actually replied back. And I'm like, ah, oh, you see this? You would never get that out of a syndicated radio of something show. else. Yeah. yeah. Well, um, you know, local morning radio shows are still I they still have a place, you know, for they they're. It's, it gets a lot of information out to the community that's local, like whether it be, you know, some kind of fundraiser or something like that. Like, and people will be like, Oh, I know that person at that fundraiser. You know what I mean? I'm going to go to that or whatever. I mean, so, Scott, you can, it, you can probably remember, you know, in when, when we were young men, teenagers and the local radio station was CKLY out right? of Lindsay AM Bye. radio, before they made the leap over to FM Bob, well, you right? knew you knew you lived rurally when they were reading the farm report and the obituaries. We, we had to listen to the farm report every day because yeah. my mom wanted to hear the obituaries right <laughs> after. So you you pretty much had a good idea what pork bellies was every day. Yeah. But that's oh. funny, man. But I do the news on Bob now, and you know, farming farming news is important. So if I see something that's pertinent to farming right write it up and, and throw it in there for sure i mean that's that's yeah. your audience right so yeah exactly yeah. like that's my brother-in-law he just you know oh i just sold seven uh seven calves and made enough money yeah. and i'm gonna go buy i'm gonna buy seven more cows that got calves in them and i'm like oh my god this is my friday night conversation <laughs> yeah. right that his father-in-law is at the woodville cell barn looking at heifers and i'm like jesus this is exciting yeah. stuff and it's like but oh, i mean man, I that's how I'm it goes. Uh, I had to host like uh, 105 dances in Woodville. Oh boy, and those those things. Are, yeah. By the end of the night, man, it's you want to get out of there quickly. <laughs> well, I, I laugh because uh, you you talk about this. My daughter's starting to hang out with uh, Woodville boys, and it's mm. like right because it's the yeah. you know she has friends at Fenlon, and Fenlon's a feeder school, so that's where Woodville yeah. kids go to high school. And yeah, I like, yeah. and I, you kind of think about it. I'm like, I don't know if I want you hanging out with farmers. Oh man, it's the same when I went to Lakefield. When Lakefield was a high school, it was like you know you had the Buckhorn Boys, like our group, Apsley Boys, Warsaw Boys, Duro Boys, right? You know, and uh, and Lakefield Boys. So like, yeah, there's I, I totally get that feeder system school. Are they dur- are they school. are they Duro people or are they dumber people? <laughs> are we allowed to say uh, that <laughs> i got some i got some duro buddies for sure but yeah i, I can say that they're dumber to their nice because <laughs> sometimes it's just true so th- that's what we want to sort of talk about today was um being a hometown boy right so you did not yeah. go far away born and raised in buckhorn right well i was born in uh huntsville and uh i i i think my family moved to um we lived in Whitby briefly, like when I was real little. And then I think I was like four, around four years old, five years old, moved to Buckhorn. So then ever since then. Right. Well, well, right. You don't have a whole lot of memories. At least I don't. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Some people were like, yeah, I remember when I was two. And I'm like, do you really? Yeah, or did yeah. you just see a picture and that's the pictures and ingrained into your head right? i went to but, college with a girl who said she had memories of being in the womb and i kind of went i'm not going to sit beside you anymore uh, <laughs> did she ask you what your sign was and all that stuff too it was a, no she didn't it was a weird so i i took a general arts and science because i was trying to get into healthcare at the time and 
nursing was full and paramedicine was full. And it's like, well, there's this general arts and science, which is all sort of like hard sciences for, for prep. And you had certain number of electives in that, that program. And so the elective I took, I was going to go into funeral service actually at one point. So I thought, you know, what a, a cool elective was this comparative religion course. Cause that comes up a lot in sort of funeral traditions. So in this comparative religion course, and you got to imagine like the, the cast of characters in that room, including so like they say the girl beside me who had the memories of being in the womb i was like what's your program and she's like i'm in the jewelry program i'm like yeah of course you are (laughs) yeah totally so yeah i can see that now would you have classified yourself as a town kid or were you like getting bust into town uh, I used to hitchhike a lot. Um, <laughs> I would hitchhike into town. Nice. I, I'd hitchhike to school if I missed the bus. Right. Like, I had regular people that I, from my neighborhood that would see me hitchhiking and they'd pick me up. But yeah, like once I started getting in my older teens, like 18, 19, like 20, I'd, I'd be in town, Peterborough, quite a bit. Right. Partying and stuff. Right. It's so. funny. I'll, uh, my dad's got a hitchhiking story. So he oh, went yeah. to uh, Ryerson lived in Pembroke and if he couldn't afford the bus home he'd hitchhike and one day he's on that big hill i guess it's not even a big hill out of Barry's Bay anymore and what are we talking 62 sure before i was born mm-hmm. and he's on the long walk up the hill and this caddy pulls over and he does the hitchhiker jog up and the guy the power window goes down and my dad gets up, hand on the on the handle to open the door, and he kind of looks in, and the guy is stark naked. <laughs> and my dad's oh like, my I beg your pardon? <laughs> He's like, oh, man, I'm just testing out the air conditioning. And my dad's like, uh, I think I'll walk. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, my God. Yeah, man, that, I haven't had anything crazy like that happen, <laughs> but like up in – up in Barry's Bay, like you're surrounded by the woods too. You know you're, what I mean? so like, you're one step you're... away from deliverance. Yeah, yeah. You're talking exactly. like the, uh, you know, Barry's Bay is only uh, an hour outside of Petawawa. I mean, I spent like eight years there. So you're talking, you're on the on the corner of Algonquin Park. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's, that's how people disappear. Yeah, oh yeah, easily. Yeah. <laughs> well that's crazy man no i haven't had anything like that nothing like well to me. lucky you i'm just imagining <laughs> let's just clarify this we're talking your high school aged while you're hitchhiking to school correct yeah because i'm yeah. trying to I picture had... what does a 10 year old look like thumbing down the road <laughs> yeah i wouldn't allow that ever my dad always just used to tell me though he's just like if i had to call for a ride he's just like you got your thumb he's like put it out there get home like Interesting. Stop. Sorry about that. Somebody's getting murdered right now. <laughs> how how goes the uh, how long have you had the second dog now? Lucy just I think just over a month. Right, and Chandler's okay with her. Oh yeah, they're yeah. best friends, man. Oh they good. Each other. It's great. Yeah. yeah. So we love having dogs. So Miles, I have it on pretty good authority that uh, people in radio get some pretty weird goings on happening in the booth and uh, particularly when it comes to uh, call-ins so i'm going to ask you what is the most bizarre call-in you've ever taken i don't know like i don't know nothing overly too crazy like i've had one guy one summer left a voicemail saying he he was a farmer sure and he kept saying a chance of showers every day 
and it didn't rain. <laughs> and he's like, you keep saying chance of showers, chance of showers. He's like, who is the boss over there? Like, you're never getting it right. Yeah. And so I just went on air and I just said, yo, we, we get our, we get our uh, forecast from Environment, Environment Canada. Canada. So yeah. take it up with them. Yeah, here's, like the, you here's were, their phone number. Like you were somehow personally yeah. responsible yeah. for the weather. Oh, <sighs> it's crazy like that. But when one guy called in for a show from Co Hill and uh he is just like exactly what you think somebody from Co Hill would sound like. <laughs> good old Co Hill. <laughs> <laughs> we love him though. We hope he calls in again. Right. Yeah. Um, so nothing overly nothing overly too crazy now. I haven't so I no, off the top of my head. No crazy. Really sticks it. So that's actually pretty tame because uh our other radio friend who hopefully we'll get him on the show at some point worked for a uh, a very large rock and roll station uh in central ontario and he used to he used to work the night show before nights became uh computerized Stop. sorry about that no no worries so they would actually and this is this was the joke was whoever ran the night show would would run the reel to reel and they would record all the calls especially the good ones and they would leave them for the morning guys to listen to as a you know hey good morning guys this is what i took last night and then the morning oh, guys yeah. would erase the tapes. And so I can remember calling in because this is what, you know, when you have friends in radio, you kind of have that it's a gateway in. And so we would tie up the request line because we'd be shooting the shit for hours and basically programming the show and nobody was getting through and he would just randomly throw it. And this one goes out to Julie, you know, no idea who Julie is, but he would play me these reel to reels over the phone and they were getting like sexually propositioned over the phone like you've got an amazing voice what time do you get off are you going to come over and get me off and I, like yeah. you, stories that you would never believe if there was not this recorded evidence of these actual phone calls and and uh i don't want to take the story too far but at one point he's like do you want to take a call and i'm like really he's like yeah you just uh, answer the phone and uh, pretend you're me so we did <laughs> <laughs> did it work out it did like it was a completely innocuous call and you know we just took the request and like okay well we'll get that on the air for you but it was uh i could not believe that now i do but it was just this overwhelmingly shocking thing to hear that like this kind of stuff happens in radio yeah so yeah um real to real like we don't have that anymore it's all computer and stuff yeah of course i do i do know older radio guys that have had that exact thing happen <laughs> So. Okay, so maybe it's more common than I was yeah. led to believe. <laughs> yeah, uh. yeah. So, so your family's still in Buckhorn. Uh, my mom is. Uh, my dad lives in Halliburton. My sister lives in Peterborough. My I have a brother who lives in Calgary, and another brother who lives in Belleville. Oh, everybody's all over. All over. That's cool. Yeah. So, so you obviously get back to see mom every once in a while. Oh yeah, yeah. for sure. Because all all my best buddies still live in Buckhorn. Like my my closest buddies. So like. And my mom literally lives across the lawn from one of my best buddies. So if I go out there for a night of drinking, it's just like I can just walk across the lawn home to my mom's. Perfect. And, just, and sleep there. And so. she still lets you in. So yeah. if you're having a conversation like, like this and we were saying, oh, where are you from? Are you from Peterborough or are you from Buckhorn? I'm from Buckhorn. From Buckhorn, baby, hundred percent, right. all day. Buckhorn for life. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's what, right? We've said that, like, right? We, you know, as you become an adult and you live where you live, it soon 
gets to be like, right. I moved to Bob Cajun when I was 20. So right at 46, I've been here longer than I ever was in my childhood home. Yeah. But I'd still like to say that, you know, I grew up in my hometown in Fenland Falls. Then I'm not, yeah, where are you from? And I mean, if we go on vacation and somebody says, where are you from? Well, we're from Bob Cajun. And they go, oh, the hip song. And you're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. If they even know what that is. Yeah. But uh, it's, it's, yeah. Like, I don't know, man. I don't know. Because you have a lot of memories from where you grow up from, right? So, oh, I don't know. It's just right. Your first, you. yeah, your first friends, your first, right, your first memories, your first time you got in real bad fucking trouble. It's all yeah. right. It's all there. Oh yeah. I remember yeah. falling into the creek in Finland and going home, and my snowsuit was freaking soaking wet, and I was my teeth were chattering. I went mm. in the back door of the hardware store, went to my mom, told her what happened. I'm like, don't tell dad. <laughs> <laughs> just don't tell dad because right falling into the creek was bad enough i didn't want to fall in the creek and then get yelled at funny that creek's all so, barred off now <laughs> you guys are in bob cajun right now yeah we yeah. are right now yep so it's that's uh i like the looks of your your setup there where, where are you so uh we actually have a dedicated recording space uh my other thing is i, I have a small retail business i work in like adult <laughs> Don't take this the wrong way. I work in adult collectibles, which does not mean sex toys. It means action figures and board games and that kind of stuff. Right? I totally thought that's oh, where you were going. Sweet. Yeah. Do you, so, do you have any uh, Freddy Krueger? Uh, so right now I do not, but I've got some Jason Voorhees. I've got some Scream, uh, some uh, Halloween. What do you got for Jason? Uh, as I'm looking at the shelf right now, I have at least two, possibly three, uh, seven inch. Uh, NECA Jason. So I'm looking at Friday the 13th. So it looks that's like... the video game Jason? I don't do any. I tried to stay away from the video game Deco, but uh, the the movie, the seven inch movie figures from NECA, we do a lot of that. So for any of our oh, listeners okay. that didn't know, yeah. there's two things about Miles you need to know. Loves horror movies nice. on VHS. Oh, sweet. Yeah. And a uh, big hip hop fan. So you, oh, you would probably appreciate these figures because in, in the NECA branding, the the packaging is reminiscent of the VHS cover or the, the movie poster. I'll send you some posts and some yeah, pictures yeah. there, Miles, afterwards. Check out what we do. Okay. Hey, I would like to go in and check that out. We're not too far down. Yeah, we're not too far away. So anytime you're in town, let me know and we can uh, work something out for you to come in and have a look. Okay, sweet. So, yeah, because... Um, I just moved in with my girlfriend not too long ago, and so I'm living in cabin now, and I had to move all my tapes. Oh, over. right, right. And I got, I got hundreds of them. Is so, she? Does she share the passion with you? She gets it. Okay, that's good. She, she, it's it's a nostalgia factor. I've had people come over to my old place, and they see like my tapes or whatever. And they're like, "Oh my god, VHS!" You know, and I have an old Nintendo and stuff, and. And then it's like, I remember when I, you know, my family rented a VCR yeah. and it just took them right back, man. That's yeah. like, well, that's we're part of it. It's like, we're, nostalgia we are all about the nostalgia here. And that's part of the vibe pre pre coronavirus, uh, like about 50% of my space is dedicated to retail. And then I have a section behind us. You probably can't see it very well, but there's a small lounge area with like a sofa and chair. And we actually have a couple of retro uh, mini consoles there so people c- can come in and actually uh, do some console gaming and that kind of stuff as well but who knows if we're yeah. ever going to get back to that i mean with uh, the impact on the world but so yeah our yeah. our um our recording setup is actually set up on my gaming tables because i don't do board gaming right now with coronavirus so 
Right. Worked yeah. out all right. So yeah, we're we're pretty happy to have a designated space to go, and the sound has ended up being um, pretty good. Yeah, it's pretty mm-hmm. good. Um, so which has been, I think it's been the shocking thing right from the get go that when you <laughs> listen back, you need to say it because you 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 are way more enthusiastic about it than I am. But. I am. I, I I don't think I deserve to sound this good at all for the way I <laughs> think I sound in my head, and every time I listen to an episode, I'm like. I sound okay. So I should yeah. I should just throw the caveat out there that we are just we are uh, a thirty three and a third percent of of uh, of the team here. There's actually a third a third partner here in the whole business, and he does all of our uh, editing and production work, post production. So um, you know, Andy Andrew Daw is our third, and without him, we would not sound nearly as uh, as good as we do. So thanks to well, him. Well, uh, you have. Looks like you have some good mics there and stuff, and a nice board. So we've slowly, slowly been updating. Yeah, the board's entry level. You know, are are we have four? We have a four mic setup. So mics uh, three and four are you know kind of entry level stuff. And then um, we upgraded. I upgraded to this uh, Shure microphone back at Christmas, and then Scott, you just upgraded yours very recently. Yeah, like a month ago. Yeah, so I love them. I I think they're. If I had known the difference between a, a condenser microphone and a dynamic microphone out the gate, I never would have bought a condenser microphone. <laughs> right. Yeah. yeah. They, they taught us about microphones in college, but I don't really remember anything about them except for like omnidirectional and monodirectional. Or something. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. We just. I just you just talk I into it every day, and I know I just talk into it. <laughs> At the end of the day, right? Once you're working for somebody and they're supplying the equipment, they should. Sure as shit, know what to give you. They right? should know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I, I here's the thing: how I know that they're good microphones is because I've seen them in movies and other places. Yeah. Because <laughs> <laughs> you now, you guys don't. I've seen a few pictures of the studio, but you guys don't even have like you don't have a pop filter in front of it or or anything like that, right? And no, they're not no. they're they're up from the 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 table, not down. They're not hanging, right? They just come up from the table. And out that way, right? You can just move them up and down. So, so I think it's you know, kind of like, like you've seen those light, like just like yeah. lamps, I guess. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Kind of what you have, you know, right? What, what yeah, like exactly. The, like, we yeah. got like the scissor, the scissor yeah. arms with the springs in them. They're and they're That's okay. We got. Yeah, okay, yeah. good. Good to know That's we're not far we off the mark. There you go. <laughs> yeah. uh, On like a pittance of a budget. <laughs> <laughs> so Miles in Buckhorn, would you? What's the what's the hidden gem in Buckhorn that nobody knows about? Well, I don't know, man. It used to be like Snapper's Crossing, like that little bridge with the river, with the yeah. River, right? Yeah. Until People those started going tubing there, right? And that guy wrecked it that so it's summer. Not hidden anymore. But like, I grew up like right near Sandy Beach, so I would hey. agree with that. At oh. one time, I would have said that Sandy Lake is the is the hidden gem, but I've, not anymore. I feel like everybody goes there, like, oh, yeah. we're going to Buckhorn to the beach, and that's where they're headed, right? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, man, I used to do crazy stuff down at the beach. Like, I remember I was like 13 or 14, and I, I was going to, like, bum a cigarette off somebody down there, just some <laughs> stranger. Hey, man, got to <laughs> smoke. But... I so they're like ride your bike in the water, and I was like, okay, done. <laughs> Boy, you really wanted that cigarette. Yeah. <laughs> oh. oh man, you know you're trying to be cool. It's not very cool, but yeah. Well, did you ever yeah. uh, ride your bike off the the big dock in Fenland before they ripped it out? No, but I would have rode your bike if you'd let me. 
Right, right. <laughs> I wasn't going to sacrifice my own bike. You kidding me? My parents would have killed me. Oh, there's so many kids yeah. that did that, and then it's like they're hauling it out. Yeah, and I'm like, yeah, oh yeah. man, I was not that good a swimmer. I'd be like, fuck, I drowned. <laughs> it wasn't that. I mean, I'm tall too, so it wasn't that deep. Like I could, I could tippy toe and kind of get my lips above the water, but <sighs> that's when I got nervous. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but no, I, I, uh, I definitely saw, saw that better. I have buddies that would you we would go and like jump off the locks and buckhorn and stuff in the summertime. Like not with our bikes, just you know, just jump, jump, yeah. Out. Yeah. It was pretty dangerous too. I was gonna say, <laughs> I mean, you think of it and it wouldn't have been what it was today. But yeah, it's well, I knew guys that used to go to summer school in Peterborough and they jump in at the at the locks and there was enough mm-hmm. of a current that it would shoot you out like a hundred yards down that river there along uh was that before or after it dragged you under and rolled you a few times uh, yeah, yeah. yeah and it's like oh you should come i'm like no no not yeah. a chance so in buckhorn there i don't think there's any like current or anything at the bottom but it goes into lower buckhorn yeah it's when the locks were off for the night it's just it's just stagnant like, right it doesn't move or anything so so yeah. you you were jump you were I, jumping on the yeah, high I mean, side like yeah i got you i got you I'm thinking yeah, you're jumping yeah. on the low side where they're like, it's dragging you down into those rocks. No, no, no. That's like the damn part. Right. No. But hey, if anybody's listening to this and they want to impress a girl, <laughs> they want to take them on like a little date, should take them to take them in a canoe over the heart on Sandy Lake and have like a little bottle of wine there. Oh, right. You've heard of it at the heart, right? I have not. So this is like, all, no, man. Oh man, there's a there's a whole heart that was made by like the indigenous people out of rocks at the south end of Sandy Lake. And that's below the yeah. surface, right? You can Google it right now. Yeah. And and depending on like because Sandy Lake is like a turquoise kind of color. Yeah, yeah. Clay. Right. So like you can really see the heart some days. Like it's pretty pretty neat. That's really cool. Man, you're such a player, Miles. <laughs> <laughs> nice I've bottle of wine that, but i'm sure oh I'm sure you've never did. never ever right but i know about it know about it <laughs> if uh, your if your girlfriend was to come on right now would she know about that no <laughs> <laughs> that's that's young miles uh, game. Oh, okay, that's not okay. old miles game. i, I could I, I would take her there if she wanted if we had a canoe sure it'd be fun <laughs> they rent them you know <laughs> you and the dogs oh no one would tip the canoe at all right no. Man, I used to I used to love swimming in Sandy Lake when I was a kid, man. It was the best. It was the best. No weeds. Right? It's just perfect. that it's that perfect lake. Mm-hmm. Yeah, oh. So, favorite place to eat in Buckhorn. Old or new. So if it's gone, but it was the, the shit versus what's okay, left two, there. Two places. Two places. Uh Pizza Loro and Cody Inn. Well, we've heard those before. Yep. You've actually uh, picked up from... We're big fans of the Cody Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, Cody Inn's Chinese food top, top notch. Top notch. And as I say, right, being a Fenland kid, I would have told you, like, right, you just... We only had two Chinese restaurants, and I was a Sung Ming guy. And And I was a Lungs guy. And that was just where you went. And then for years, we drove back to Fenland to get Chinese food, right? We never went to poor poor Bob Cajun. uh, Have you been there now? You've been there since. Once, because... You couldn't get something else came up, oh, so okay. And it's okay. Yeah, I don't like the oil they use. That's fair because I think Cody, and then right at some point we started going to the Cody Inn, and it's now pretty much the elder household choice. It's of, the de facto default. But, 
like default, they, they close for the winter, right? So then you've got to kind yeah. of fall back to something else. Or don't eat Chinese for yeah, the winter. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's just, it's the best, man. It's fresh. It, it tastes good. I don't know. It's just always been that good. So I love Cody and Buckhorn for sure. That's funny too, because you can go there and be like, you get the, you know, the meal for five with a couple plus pluses and all of a sudden you're 250 bucks and you're yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> and you're like combination here? dinner for one, man. Yeah. We never yeah. eat like that. Yeah. No. <laughs> you've, you've seen me waddling around. I, I never <laughs> eat like that. <laughs> uh, well, I haven't been there in a while. Oh. Though. I haven't been out to Buckhorn really that much since the pandemic, oh, like maybe a handful of times. I so. think that's everything with it, right? The pandemic. It's like, man, you just don't get, uh, we've been once there and they've got sort of the setup where they put a table in the hallway before the back dining room. And that's where you're getting. So you walk in down the hallway and then you do your payment and your pickup, just sort of, they've set a table kind of block in the way, yeah, but, yeah. which is good. And I'm always, you know, I, and you know, support local support, you know, you know, people that live in your community that are trying to, to make this work and they've got a decent setup and um, they're trying to, to stay afloat and uh, not even knowing what their financial situation is, but we know there's lots of other places that haven't been so lucky. So if you've got a favorite restaurant, man, go there, try to get there more than once a year and, you know, support local. Well, right? I mean, just here in Bob Cajun alone, we've seen what, three closures uh, this spring. Yeah, three. Think, well, right? one for, one from fire, so that I mean you can't really include that one. Well, they but, tried, right? And then they and moved they, to the yes, chip they truck. did. They went to a trailer model or a, a I guess like a, essentially a giant catering trailer, yeah. which wasn't cutting it for them. And then we lost, yeah. um, we just lost the one of the Italian restaurants. Did it sell though? I don't know if the building sold or if they just went. I feel out. like they retired and somebody else is moving in. That may be, in fact, which might be a good the thing. Third one. <laughs> we had their pizza once and i i actually would say that for a uh if you want a an upscaled uh hoity-toity pizza it's okay it's pretty good not I, my regular jam i always <laughs> laugh I, yeah i think i know the restaurant you're talking about yeah yeah, yeah. I know the restaurants you're talking about and what our, our radio station has done we've done a thing called donate a dish nice and, right um, so you can go to the website and uh, you can just donate money. And yeah. Every six hundred dollars we get goes to a a restaurant. It's that's part of it. Right. And um, they make forty frozen meals, and then that goes to Court of Food Share. And then oh, that's to, fantastic. You know, that's fantastic. Struggling with food insecurity, and that's happening. Also, it's going to be happening in the Lindsay area, Bob Cage, and I guess Court of Lakes. I think it started uh, Bob FM. So if you go to the Bob website. It's starting now, so yeah, that's it's close. good. It's really good. Yeah. Man. We've raised like thirty-five grand. Yeah. yeah. Oh that's, wow. That's close to home with us. That uh, was the uh, place that gave Michelle a break. That's uh, right. Yeah. When she was coming back from uh, motherhood. <laughs> yeah. And trying to get back into the uh, the job thing, um, Kawartha Food Chair uh, gave her a job. So that was sort of where she got her feet back down on the ground before she uh, moved over to BDO. So. Big shout out to shout out to them and uh, Heather Kirby is the coordinator here in uh, out of the Lindsay one and she does fantastic work and she is always hustling for sure. Have you ever wanted to start a podcast but you didn't know where to begin? Maybe you'd like to try podcasting without having to invest in any recording equipment. Do you have an idea for a show but you're not sure how to develop it? Let Sawcast Productions take care of all of that so you can focus on what it is you want to say. 
SockCast Productions offers podcasting solutions ranging from recording and basic editing to fully produced episodes complete with all the audio embellishments of a broadcast quality show. When your show is ready, SockCast Productions can distribute it too. Contact us online today. So, what do you want to say? Yo, BDO Financial is great too, man. They're, is that what you're talking about? Yeah, so she, Michelle uh, works at the uh, the Lindsay branch. So they're yeah, yeah, they've been really good to them. And uh, for being a big company, the partners are still kind of local. So I mean, you know, your accountants are the people that live in your community, and I'm sure it's very similar to that in Peterborough as well. And um, right. as a company, they've been very generous uh, in keep, keeping her employed and making sure yeah, I have yeah. a roof over my head, right? Uh, I've said that along. Anyone that's uh, still working and has the ability to go to work and that their employers are giving them hours, you know, yeah. kudos to those people because it's not an easy time for any kind of business. Well, right. I would. would well, you- I was just going to say, yeah, I totally agree, man. It's just like everything is shit, right? Yeah. <laughs> so. <laughs> Have you, have you guys found like as a radio and you know, you're making your money on ad revenue, are you still finding it stayed the same or is the ad department really needing to hustle? Our salespeople are all, you know, working from home, but they're doing, they're doing great work for sure. You know, they're, people are still buying, people are still buying things, you know, they're just doing it a different way. So yeah, it's still working out well, but, um, yeah, let's not talk about that. <laughs> no, no worries. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I totally get it. I mean, right? I wake up to my boss's voice all the time on the radio, so it's like, ugh. yeah, yeah. So I want to know more about this shop. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's cool. Uh, I love retro stuff. Do you yeah, sell retro video games in there. So when it comes to retro stuff, uh, a lot of it is it really hinges on what people are bringing in, right? So like. Because I'm virtually a one-man show, I don't I don't have the opportunity to get out and hunt for stuff as much as I would like to. So on any given day, you know, I may have some retro video game stuff laying around. Like for right now, I have a small selection of N64 games and and Game Boy games. And right now, the I guess the cream of the crop is I have a uh, an unplayed, uh, as in like never had been plugged in. I have an original NES action pack that was never played so that's kind of the cream of the crop right now wow how much is that yeah so i mean when i first got it uh you know the the going it was a very negotiable uh thousand that i had put on that but i mean in the last in the last 12 months i've seen a few of them you know go online in the you know seven to eight hundred range for similar uh seven to eight hundred range so that's kind of where i am right now but something like that where uh, it is a big ticket item, uh, and that's that's one of the the virtues of being an independent store is that I have the ability to to make uh, make deals sort of on the spot, uh, whereas right. a, a corporate store can't really do that as much. So a lot of a lot of the stuff, especially the used stuff, it can be flexible. So yeah, mm-hmm. look yeah, what yeah. you're missing, Miles. If you could have been here in public, <laughs> we're just what is that? that is from our Bob Cajun's local brewery, uh, Old Dog. Old Dog, and this is Honeyhound out of their cute little mini uh, growler, thirty-two ounce there. 
Is the, that a beer? Or? Yeah, yeah, we're big beer drinkers here. The joke was, so uh, Scott had brought in, so when Old Dog, they finally got their doors open. They've been sort of, they, they. I don't know if you've been to Bob Cajun lately, but they had a big banner on their building that said, coming soon-ish. And that banner is hung on the building for what? Over a year. Long time. So they're right, finally. Right at the locks there? No, so they're right on King Street across the street from uh, Subway. So the okay. old the old post office, Bob Cajun's uh, brewery, is supposed to be doing something with that, but I don't yeah. know where they're sitting with that project either, right? Because right, they okay. they did the uh, the innovation lab there on the Parkway first, so that's you know Peterborough's got a bigger grab than we do of Bob Cajun Brewery. What do you think? What is this? This is an IPA. The, uh, Honeyhound. I would imagine it's. I'd have to look. I suspect it's an IPA. A little hoppy. It is, but that's okay. So you you had brought in uh, cans from there, and it was a uh, Yellow Lab, and I could not help but make the joke that the the beer called Yellow Lab was in a bright yellow can, and I'm like, is this where all the moosehead jokes come out now? Because all the beers are are now instead of moose piss, it's now dog piss. <laughs> it was it was it definitely tasted better than that. This is unique. Yeah, I'll this has got there. something else going on uh, on the back end. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not sure what it is. I, I don't know, like, you know, but there's tons of microbreweries and, yeah, and microbeers now and stuff. But, like, I still I still like to get down on, like, a, a friggin' Old E, a 40 of Old E, man, a couple of those bad boys. <laughs> like, you're still pretty good. Yeah, it, well, right? It's, it's, it's super interesting. And we've talked about that. We've actually done a couple episodes where we've sat down with four beers and picked, yeah. picked out a, a champion for the evening. But yeah, there's so much... Um, out there right and it's like and i mean even you think um distilleries right there's blacks distillery down in east city they're doing cool things and but um i think there's a real diverse palette of people right especially now that the pandemic happened and i mean everybody's doing at-home delivery and uh you can pretty much reach out and get whatever you want now through the internet but uh did you, uh, like last summer, I don't know if you drink coolers, but did you ever get any of those sandbaggers? I've had a sandbagger before. Yeah. Right? And, I mean, I, yeah. somebody told me they're actually getting into the liquor store this year. But, I mean, there's a guy that couldn't get into the <laughs> LCBO last year, and I think he did just fine. Do we do we talk yeah. about the sandbagger story that came out of, uh, out of town here? No, because I think that guy's a piece of shit. Uh, don't give him any airtime. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, okay. Suffice to say that another uh, proprietor in town cla- laid claim to the invention of the sandbagger, but said that because of his own inability to market it, he was robbed. <laughs> oh, okay. All I have to say is a big sure. fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> sure, you invented it. Let's uh, uh, see the proof. Yeah, right, exactly. Yeah. I used to drink that. Me too. Uh, oh, man. I, I don't know when people just lie, like, randomly about stuff you know what i mean it's like what yeah, I, I uh you know i drank uh 48 beers uh in 12 hours and uh you know the, the ninja turtles showed up and nice. uh, <laughs> like all night and then there was like a million girls and like i slept with all of them and it was awesome yeah. just, and then there's somebody there that'd be like I drank 50 beers. Oh, uh, yeah, the yeah. one-uppers. Yeah, yeah. The one-uppers. Yeah, I had uh, 51. I've, I've worked with guys like that, yeah. man. I've worked with guys like that. They were like, yeah, I, you know, I'd be like, you'd be dead if you did any of that. Yeah, stuff. yeah. Well, maybe not back in the day when but I was a fucking Really, when you, when you look at the sandbagger thing specifically, and you and I have had this conversation, yeah. Scott, where it's like it's a combination of what? Uh, soda water, lime. And uh, vodka. And vodka. So, I mean, 
there are only so many ways that you can combine those ingredients. So you can't tell me that you invented those. Fuck off. Like, there's only so yeah. many ways you can put yeah. it together. Yeah. And as, as I right. say, like, right, every golf course has been serving that drink. Yeah. And the, the guy, I forget, he's out, uh, is he Millbrook Way or Cabin Way? He's, he's got a local connection. I think he's brewing it or distilling it out of Toronto. But there's a local connection closer to Peterborough. But mm-hmm. I mean, there, there's a, there's a guy that dropped a, you know, half a million dollars to figure out his yep. idea, market it, it and bring it to market and did well. So, you know what? Kudos to you. Absolutely. And having an awesome summertime drink when we all needed yeah. one last summer. Yeah. 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 And I'm like, yeah, right. I, I, I liked it when I had it for sure. I thought it was pretty good. Yeah, I, I'm good. Cause right. I got a brother-in-law that likes it and you walk into his garage and there's always like five cases staring back at you and you're like, ah, Steven won't mind if I take a couple. <laughs> You know, yeah, I, I look sure. at it this way. You think the guy, you know, we, we kind of hold the Caesar as a as a big, it's a proud Canadian moment. The Caesar, it's a uniquely Canadian thing. Do you think the guy who invented the Bloody Mary is looking at the Canadian guy going, fuck you? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Do you know yeah. what I mean? Like, Just because you did it with Clamato. You added some clam juice, you Ooh. dumb idiot. <laughs> hey, man, it's just like on The Simpsons with the flaming. The flaming flaming Moe. Yeah. yeah. It, yeah. It's, it was the flaming Homer, but Moe took credit for it. Exactly. Right. The flaming Moe. My name is Moe. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> That's right, a flaming mo. My name is Mo, and I invented it. That's why it's called a flaming mo. See there, I, I believe in the myth because I I called it a flaming mo. The right flaming off the mo, hop, yeah, right? yeah. I, I believe yeah. that bullshit guy. Oh, uh, that's funny. But uh, yeah. so, Miles, you got anything else on the go, or you just right? You're just kind of going to work. You got through a move. Yeah, man. I just I'm just going to work and coming home and eating lunch, having a nap. Working out, you got like some workout stuff in the basement. I saw you make a little post, and that you've got yeah. uh, a little bench there. Yeah. Did yeah, you get a head? So... You got a heavy bag down there? No, I would. I would like to get one though, for sure. Right, right. Yeah. Keep those hands nimble, right? Uh, yeah, yeah. You never know when you're gonna have to use these babies. Oh, I, right. It's funny. I watched something the other day, and I and the guys like I really came to the conclusion. I couldn't defend myself. And I'm that guy. I'm like, right. Yeah. I know you're supposed to right? hands up, but I'd be like, and then it would start and they would come down here and I'd be like, <laughs> or I'd hold them out. I'd hold them out too far. And then you'd be, they'd like, just, you'd be old school. Boxer. Yeah, they'd hit my hand and my hand would knuck- hit my old face. School knuckle boxer. I'd be like, but yeah, I mean, <laughs> it is such a skill or an old school skill that you could actually like be a scrapper. And yeah. I can't remember. I'm not, I- I'm not a fighter, man. I, I, no, I me neither. I never get into situations where I'm gonna get into a fight. Like I got, I did get sucker punched like three years ago, pretty bad. But that Ouch. was like before that. It was like many years. I was gonna ago, say it's so. a good reminder, right, to remind yourself that you don't like getting punched in the face. <laughs> oh my god, man, it was awful. Right, it was and, a bad one. Yeah, but some guys love it. It's like they're yeah, it's so it's like do. their light switch. They thrive on it, yeah. and it's like that punch in the face, yeah. and then they're like, "Oh, it's on!" And then they turn off the light switch, and then they're yeah. like, 20 minutes later, like, "Did I kill that guy?" I can't fathom that. Yeah, that's what we call going to it's, black. Yeah, yeah, going to black, where yeah. you just you it's have not no. Cool, man, <laughs> it's cool to just be chill. Yeah, I, I would much rather just talk it out, have a laugh, and kind of walk away. Um. Man, I've been punched in the face once. Me in too. High, in high school. And yeah, I, me too. I did not like that. My nope. cl- my jaw clicked for like a week. <laughs> yeah, it sucks. Yeah, but uh, oh man, no, I got I got punched like I didn't even know the guy. He was just walking by, 
suckered me like right here and like screwed me up. Like I, w- I went down and my head went through the, the door, the window of the door Ow. and like broke it. Like it was crazy, man. And so I went to the hospital the next day and I was like, they x-rayed my face and they're like, yeah, you have a concussion. You're all screwed up. Like I had some damage in there. Like it was, it was nuts. It doesn't man. take it much. Right. Especially, right. Especially when you don't know how either, to, I was, I was pretty drunk and like, <laughs> I don't remember. I don't know who the guy was. I don't remember saying anything to him. I just remember the impact and like, that was it, man. So yeah, I'm not, I'm not, no, no surprise that most of the, uh, punching bag. Yeah. It's like, Mal Gibney sucks. <laughs> no, no surprise. I mean, no, and I don't care. I don't care if people think I suck. I'm sure tons of people think. Well, I this suck. is not not a. This isn't. This isn't a statement about you as a person. But no surprise that you know the fight story is associated with boozing. Do you know what I mean? And it just it speaks to just I'm not at that point in my life anymore where that's even well, a an entertainable thought. I mean, man, we don't even yeah. go out to drink. No, we <laughs> we oh, don't have no. the money to do that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> No, drinking at home is much better. Right? It's simple. Listen it's con- to the music you want. Yeah, it's like, controlled. Eat the food you want. Oh, yeah. my God. Yeah, oh, yeah. You don't have to worry about anybody, right? You're not standing in somebody else's piss in the bathroom, right? Oh, Just, no. Yeah. None of that stuff. Uh, Tipping the guy to yeah. give me a paper towel? Like, what? Right. No. I, so, <laughs> funny story. So, I'd shortly been hired at Mark's, turned 30, yeah. and they took me out to uh, the Sin Bin for my 30th birthday. Okay. And Is I, that the actual name of the place? Uh, it was Sin City. Oh, the Sin City. Sin Bin. And okay, I, I got had it. not been out probably in 25 years. Oh, boy. And, right, I was dancing. I was, I mean, right, somebody introduced me to um, Polar Bears, the shot. Okay. Which oh, yeah. Those I, are good. Oh, I was drinking them. I'm like, I don't want it as a shot. I want it as a drink. <laughs> just oh. make it as a drink and drink. Just make those. up six or seven of those and put it in a big glass. Exactly. <laughs> and it was like, I mean, I has. I mean, this is again some of the fondest memories I have with staff members because again, like, right, working in retail, you end up working with kids, college kids. Yeah, there's some diversity. And there I for remember sure. my first Jaeger bomb at the, uh, oh no, not the garage. Um, trashateria. The trashateria. And I'm like, what was that delicious nectar? And they're like, oh, that's a Jaeger bomb. And I'm like, what's yeah. in it? And they're like, yeah. Red Bull and Jaegermeister. Jaegermeister. Yeah. And I'm like, what's Red Bull? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then I was slightly addicted to Red Bull for. I like can tell a you a Red Bull years. story. Oh. So before Red Bull became, uh, came to North America, it was in. Uh, it was already marketed in Europe. But the taurine content in the European Red Bull was a lot different than what's in North American, just because of the difference in health regulations. So I'm a 20-something young young soldier, and uh, I go to Bosnia for six months. And over the course of the, the tour, you get some R&R days. And a lot, of, a lot of the guys on their R&R, they would hop on a train because you're in, you're in that part of Europe where you, you have access to several countries within just a few hours of, of train travel. Right. And so guys would be going up to, like, Budapest and uh, – we would end up seeing them worked as a medical technician. So we would see these guys come back from their leave. And I'm not kidding. When we had guys coming in and they're like, doc, doc, I, I don't understand it, man. Like I'm sweating. My heart's beating real hard. And it's like, Oh, okay. So what, what were you doing for the last couple of days? I was on leave. Okay. Where'd you go? I went up to like Budapest. Great. Did you have a good time? Yeah. Yeah. What were you doing? I was just drinking the stuff. Yeah. What were you drinking? Oh, I was drinking Red Bull and vodka. Like, okay. So how many of those did you have? Six. 
You know, yeah. the can says not more than one in 24 hours. Oh, bud. <laughs> Let me tell you, I yeah. went to a golf tournament and three guys on a hot dog drank a case of 24. No, that's dangerous. Oh. It might be why I have yeah, a heart condition dangerous. now. Who knows? <laughs> yeah. But that but was yeah, in that, uh, that was back in 2003. What's that? You, you, yeah, 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 yeah. I oh, um, no, so no, no, no. right before the uh, the pandemic, I went for a physical, and the doctor's like, "You've got an arrhythmia," and I'm like, "Oh, news to me." And yeah, I've got a thickening of the uh, right atrial, no ventricle. Right so yeah, I, I now. It's got a fancy name, but uh, yeah, non-symptomatic. Never would have known I had it, but uh, my right. wife often says that uh, um, it was the Red Bull and the energy drinks. I wonder if it was that time that uh, Dave at Beast Fitness suggested that I take... Uh, oh, boy. Oh, gosh. What was that combination? <laughs> when caffeine I got, and what? Uh, yeah, it was caffeine, yeah, there you go. Um, oh, something else over the counter. And uh, some aspirin to make sure you didn't stroke out. I mean, I got skinny on it. <laughs> oh, so what? what yeah, yeah. Caffeine, Sudafed, and uh, it was something like that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, that's not uh, really sound advice, by the way. Uh, thank you. I, 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 I worry about my heart all the time too, man. Like, I, I take magnesium at bedtime yeah. and stuff, you know, like just to relax everything. Yeah. Well, good for you for being that self-aware and that health conscious. You know, we actually we oh, were. Man, we were I'm talking about my heart, man. I, I really worry about my heart for sure. Being that we're now Scott and I are 40 somethings. Uh, it actually came up because we've both had some pretty complex medical stuff over the last year. And I said, we need to do an episode on men's health. So that just reminds me that we still need to we do, do that. need to sit down with that. Yeah. I mean, right. Miles, you're taking care of yourself pretty regularly. I mean, yeah. you, you say sure. nah, but you know what? You're doing a big thing. And as, as much as you don't want to say that you're an influencer, how many followers you got on? Uh... Not not a lot. Listen to him. Not, not a lot. More than me. I don't. I really don't. <laughs> Listen, the joke. The joke here. So the the joke about our show is, you know, for all the listeners out there, all three of you, yeah. if you have more than that, you're doing well. <laughs> but uh, you know what? And you're not afraid to talk about that. You're improving yourself, right? Whether it's you, you know, you just read a book the other week. You've oh, listened. I, I struggle with anxiety hard. Like I've had, I've had some real problems with it, especially this year. Like I, I started a mind beacon therapy, like CBT, cognitive behavioral therapy. Good for you, to man. Stop, to stop my, you know, how, how my thought process goes. Oh, we could have a whole conversation re- about that. But right. You're Rewire willing, it. you're, you're willing to talk about it, which is a huge first step. Cause I mean, so many people just wallow in their own self misery and don't yeah. talk about it. Don't try to self-improve. And it's like, right. And then, you know, you're talking about it with, you know, the general public. But I would assume, right, your your girlfriend obviously knows that you're struggling. And But I mean, your loved ones know. So, I mean, there's some people that don't even know that, you know, you know, your best friend could be having really dark thoughts, but they never talk about it. So you no. can never reach out and say, hey, right. are you OK? Mm-hmm. But yeah. you no, know what? I, I, I find that when you do talk about it, uh, a lot more people are feeling the same way. A, a ton. A ton. And yeah, especially now, like right? Way more than you'd ever think that people yep. were and, struggling with anxiety or depression. But like this this book that I'm reading right now, it's it's on top of like having the, the therapy sessions and stuff like that, this 12-week therapy session thing. But like this new book that I got it's on Amazon, it's called Unfuck Your Brain. Oh, nice. I love the it's, title. It's full, 
Yeah, it's all full of swearing. It's like the, the, the woman who wrote it, she's like a, you know, a psychotherapist, like doctor or lady. Yeah, sure. I forget her name right now. But it's very easy to read, man. And it's like, you totally get it. And like, I want I was like, why, why does my brain do this? Like what? And then it's like breaks down what, what the brain does, like the parts of the brain, what they do yeah. and why they do them. Yeah. It, it helps so much just knowing that the language of so. that title. And I don't, I don't know. I, I don't know anything about the book other than what you've told me, but that the language of that title is so important, uh, in the discussion of men's health, because men have a propensity to not only just bury and, and hide things, but you know, that, that, as you say, you want to know what's wrong with you. We tend to frame it in, why am I broken? You know, like you feel like you're at fault for being broken. And so in the military, we use the term unfuck yourself a lot. So when I heard you say yeah. unfuck your brain, I'm like, that's the perfect title for that book. And it really yeah, speaks yeah. to, to men, uh, particularly, yeah. even though it's written by a woman, that's pretty cool. Yeah. And it's, it's very easy. It's an easy read, man. Like it's, it's not that long of a book. No. Like you could read it read it a few times, you know what I mean? Really hammer it home. And it's, it's for anxiety. It's for uh, depression. It's for, um, you know, just triggers in general. Yeah. It's yeah, for yeah. A- anger. Like you have anger. Outbursts. Oh, well, that might be a good one for me then. Cause that's where I'm still struggling. <laughs> so it's, it's very good, man. Yeah. Your mental health is super important, man. It's super important. Well, you know, too, you, that you was can't do shit if you don't have your, your brain, you know, that's right. You, yeah. So. I feel like that was too, like that was one of the big reasons why we kind of met at the gym too. Cause I think that was, you know, I think that's why people are struggling during the pandemic. Cause your, your normal thing of getting out and getting exercise has, so been take, has been taken away from you. But I think that was one of the things too. I mean, you were making, you know, you were on a great schedule there when we were going to beast. I mean, there's not many days you missed. And I, I mean, I, don't know. I, I dropped a lot of weight quickly there, but like I've gained some back for sure. Me, here, here, brother, here, here. Yeah. Which but, is right. But yeah, man, I, I think exercising like every day, no matter what it is, if you're just going for a walk or something, you got to do it every day. Yeah. And like, I, like, I love it. Like I, I need it. I get grumpy if I don't. So, that's well, you, well yeah. right you've got a job where you go in and sit in a chair right it's it's a tough job yeah. right you're not getting up and moving and doing a whole lot of stuff as much as i say i work retail we're still crushing 1500 steps a day usually yeah on a busy day you're oh, always yeah. you're hustling right but we yeah, yeah. we were talking about that the other day that um it's terrible to say and if it's really the case but the level of stupidity and nastiness from customers that, you know, you know, I'm at work cause I have yeah. to be there and, um, you know, I'm doing my best to deal with everything in a difficult situation that you can't come into the store. I appreciate, you know, everything's important and everyone's put their own spin on the pandemic and why, you know, they're downtrodden and how everything's affecting them. I'm like, does anyone think <laughs> it's affecting the person they're like browbeating cause I won't let them return their sweater. Nope. Cause they only can <laughs> yeah, think yeah. of what's, in, you know, what's yeah. most important to them. But uh, yeah, yeah. You know what I heard you know what I heard this one made me laugh, and it was um the uh the anti-maskers and the anti-vaxxers in the states. Some of them are starting to mask up now because they're afraid of vaccine shed from people who have been vaccinated. I saw a note so, on somebody's door. What that does that said, even mean? That the, you can't come into the house because you've been vaccinated and a vaccine shed. And that your altered yeah. DNA will get into me. What the hell does that yeah, even mean? And it'll, it'll make you infertile and stuff like this. So it's. Oh, I know. 
the internet the internet's been great for many things man you know you've been able it's it's been good for a lot of information it's been it, but it's been i think it's even been even better for misinformation this is the whole problem, right? And uh, that was the the day I shouted kudos was you and Mike. Uh, you had some fun with that. And uh, we talked about somebody I knew that was a, a full member of the Tinfoil Hat Club. And it's like, yeah. but here's a great story. And I mean, not to begrudge the lady. So if you're essential, you can come into where I work if you make an appointment. No walk-ups. So, that seems fair. So this lady walked up. Oh, boy. And she's like, I have a return to make. And I'm like, well, we're not really doing returns. Not today, you don't. And uh, she's like, well, how how do I get rid of this? Well, I said, we're really only making appointments for essential. And she's like, well, my husband is essential. He's currently working. I need to return this and get something else. Mm. So it's like, okay, well, I'll make you an appointment. And she's like, well, I drove an hour. And I'm like, mm. okay. From the guy that drives 45 minutes every day, an hour means nothing to me. And it's like, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> so... That's fine. So I go get the book. I'm like, you know what? I can fit you in. Get her name. Get her number for the COVID trace. Contact uh, tracing. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I do my COVID pre-screener. And I'm like, oh, you'll just have to run back to your vehicle and grab your mask. And she's like, I'm exempt. And I'm like, well, it really doesn't matter right now because the store is closed. So we're asking for mandatory masks. And she's like, yeah. so I've already done like three exceptions for this lady. She looks at me and she goes, this is why I fucking hate you people and walked away. Oh. And I'm like, have a nice day. Yeah, right. Closed the door, <laughs> locked it. I'm like, yeah. everybody looks at me and she's like, they're like, she's not coming in. And I'm nope. like, nope. Has she ever been back? So, uh, those you kind of wonder. Those eh? are the people that say, I'm never going to shop here again. And then they fucking yeah, show up. And you're back. like, you fucking promised me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> You got that my hopes up. That you were never going to come back, and here you fucking are. Get out. Yeah. Is she Karen? Oh, yeah, right? right. She totally, By definition, yes. 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 I, and the I funny like thing, Karen. I have her first, last name, and phone number. My wife, you know Michelle, she's like, you got her phone number? You want to call her up? No, she's like, you should sign her up for like. Oh, Lord. All the phone things and no give her phone shit. right so, and be like, "Here's my phone number. Call me. Sign her up for the." You're gonna subscribe to everything. And I'm like, "Oh, you're that's so illegal now. You can't do that now." Oh, is it? There you go. There's yeah. the voice of reason. I have to tell my wife that she'll be sad. Even if yeah. it wasn't, is it actually? Is it? There's an ethical question there. Could, could they figure that out? If that I gave your phone number to somebody else, signed you up for the Reform Party of Canada. Oh boy, no, don't do that. Political parties require like a financial contribution. Oh, maybe they don't. Yeah, you yeah. pay. You do, you don't you? Yeah, you pay like a, you like a, a dues or something. It used to be like 18 bucks and you could join a political... Uh, yeah. I don't know what it is. Yeah. I don't belong there. I think, it's, I think it's like 15 bucks now or something is like it? that. Yeah. It's reasonable. Yeah. Because they just want yeah. registered members, right? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not doing that. No. <laughs> no, no. If I want to throw money at something, it's got to actually speak to me. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> hey, well, do you get any... Um, do you, do you get any horror movies in there? So we don't do a lot of we don't do movies per se, okay. even though the store is a, a film and television theme. Um, I see that you do have a poster for Back to the Future back there. Yeah, so those two the two, the posters are are like ambience for the, the people have asked me how much for the poster, and I, I keep trying to tell people that listen, if you really really want it, we can make a deal on it. But it's kind of my it's part of my decor. 
right, right. <laughs> Not that I wouldn't so, sell yeah, it if know, the if the price was right. I I would, but so no, no like retro horror, eighties horror stuff. So, so like just besides the Jason toys, just the figures, yeah. So like memorabilia yeah. and other like related stuff. Not really. Um, not that we mm-hmm. wouldn't be into that if someone brought that kind of stuff to us. We just don't yeah. have it. He did. Yeah. West does a cool thing, um, Miles, when he he's got like some people that have like outstanding wish lists with him. Yeah. So I mean, he goes to um, like trade shows down in the city when that was a thing. <laughs> when it was a, when you could. And like right, and then he sort of like yeah. you can like where you might not get to a show or you may only go to one in Peterborough. West might go to three or four varying from down into Whitby out into Belleville. Yeah. And he's got some customers or clients that have left him a wish list of like, so if you see this, can you pick it up? You know, this is what I'll pay. Yeah. And, that, and that's the most important part is like, I don't have a problem buying stuff for people, but it's like, you got to know that it's coming at a cost because if I have to lay out for it ahead of time, I have to recoup my costs. So, but yeah, yeah. yeah. So sure. it's like that thing as much as right now that he doesn't have that, dynamic in the store if if you were to say hey if you see this stuff these are yeah. like my wish list things well yeah. you might never see that he might have seen it twice last year i, I yeah. feel like, yeah, like yeah. you've got a few things that are on your list right that are like that you're still looking for uh well i, I don't know like i it's like anything with uh, freddy like i love freddy so much like i got freddy tattooed on my oh that's awesome in the popcorn box yeah 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 <laughs> So, <laughs> Freddie riding the buckhorn the buck. The listeners picked it. <laughs> that's sweet. The listeners picked that tattoo. They that's got it for free. Uh, Mike's tattoo. Oh, that's good awesome. Good I was going to say because that sounds like you know, like you lost a bet tattoo. <laughs> yeah, no, they just. I, I said whatever they pick, I'll do it. Man. You'll do it. Wow. It so it was cool that they picked that one. So yeah, that's pretty cool. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, I want to. I, I, yeah, I love Freddie stuff, and uh, I like Jason stuff too. I'm getting a Jason shirt made right now. <laughs> So one of the um, one of the companies that we buy merchandise from periodically, they do some some prop stuff. So we've had before, we've had prop replica uh, Jason hockey masks, and we've had uh, the Freddy glove. Oh yeah. I mean, it's certainly not as high fidelity as some of the the actual prop makers who are out there, but for a commercially made product, they're they're pretty good. So yeah. they they typically rerun that stuff, you know, not yearly, but sometimes every other year they'll do runs of them. So. But we're always we're always looking and we're always buying. And one of the other things we do is we uh, we offer consignment from the public because sometimes people have big collections at home that they don't know what to do with. And, you know, we don't necessarily have the overhead to outrightly buy them. But if you're not in a hurry to, you know, sell it, we can sell it on your behalf and take a commission on it. So, yeah, yeah. No, that's cool, man. Not yeah, that I wanted to plug what trying. I do, but. If I could get a Freddy glove one day, that would be yeah. amazing. Yeah, so I'll I'll keep an eye. Those are the things that when they rerun them, it's a no-brainer. We're buying them. So like we'll yeah, always... this is the cool thing about like as I say, right? This 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 podcast has been really eclectic. And as I say, right, is as much as you should listen, Wes has got actually he runs a We do a pop culture show. Yeah, In fact, fa- yeah. fandom power. So this is oh, our cool. uh, our pop and, culture show. Right? The nice. they, Right, talk a lot about now again. We haven't delved. Wes hasn't delved into the the horror end of things. No, but I mean, if we had a, a an Andy appropriate be, guest, yeah, yeah, Andy be into that too. But right, I mean, that's you know, we're trying to be everything because we don't want to really, you don't want to shoot down super narrow. Uh, like we we've been happy to like 
with the growth since we opened or started recording in September, October? Uh, October, yeah. October. We had a bit of a hitch with some returns yeah. uh, before we got our gear sorted And then um, we just hit um, just under 1,500 yeah, um, downloads across the platform. Oh, so this was the I, nice thing is um, we're just posting everything under like Sawcast Productions. So that was sort of, we said, well, if we're doing anything, why would we not put it all under one umbrella? So everything gets uploaded under Sawcast. So, you, yep. you know, it, it's giving us a little bit of a wider reach. Hope. It's all part of the master plan. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I mean, that's always, as I say, right. It's like, right. You're a pretty eclectic guy. So, I mean, like, right. As much as we can have a conversation here about just general nothingness, but right. You could drill down like you've got right you like vhs you like horror you, you right you're a movie guy you're you know you're there's so much you can sit down and as i say if you ever have a topic you want to talk about man we've got a platform for you to my god <laughs> do we ever to yeah. chat on too right and i mean that was i mean you did a great job on um our mutual friend dave right he got one episode up before his life got uh, busy and i mean that was a funny and that was just talking about Peterborough and just the yeah, general yeah. fuckiness of of downtown. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that yeah, was—I mean, right. I laughed. That was good. That was like, but yeah, I mean, that was, that was crazy. It's yeah, specific, yeah, right? Was, you got to know Peterborough, but then it's like, no, yeah. you know what? That's any downtown. That's that's yeah. Kingston. That's that's oh, Oshawa. Yeah. That's Home, hometown anywhere has all of these like stories that yeah. have this fabric of commonality, right? But that yeah, was even totally. uh, the day. <laughs> I also. Shout out to you guys. The uh, the days you guys record the sidewalk in front of the studio. <laughs> I love that. Whether it's the ducks over at the park or the guys smoking hash out of the bar. <laughs> I love that. It'd be oh, like, yeah. and you're like, Instagram. Yeah, 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 I am yeah. like, oh, yeah. fuck, that's gold. That's yeah. gold. Yeah. It's like. No, man. Yeah, there's there's always something happening around the radio station. That's for sure. Yeah, you're, just, you're, you're one block out of like the bad place, but you're still close enough. The that bad you, place. That you get what? stuff. When the, when the weather gets warm, man, you never know what you're going to find back there, you know, like, so it's, it's funny. So I, I look forward to it. <laughs> it Makes it, your day, right? It's worth getting up that early. Sometimes. Yeah. It's well, hard, man. like I'm dead right now. I was going to say, are we cutting into your nap yeah, I was going to say, did you, you work this morning? Yeah, yeah. Oh boy. Yeah, it's nap time for sure. Okay. All right. Well, we won't keep you up much longer. Um, we've we've got a little bit of tradition here, um, Miles. Is there anything you want to promote or plug before we let you go? Not really. Just this show, maybe that this podcast. Oh, nice. uh, thanks very much. Uh, we appreciate nice. that. Nice. We'll send you the link, and uh, if you okay. certainly you want to share it, uh, that would be fantastic. Uh, do you do you know Randy? Um. He uh, hemi hockey at uh, out of the Lindsay Arena. You ever met him? Uh, oh, he- not Heinemann. Yeah, Heinemann. Heinemann. Randy Heinemann. So he's sort of like Kawartha Lakes. That's about the the most uh, connected guy yeah. <laughs> that we've had on the show. Yeah, and it was funny because right, we actually it, it's it's funny we saw a little uptick in um, traffic that week because when his again, episode right, aired, yeah, he's he's sharpening like seven community skates as oh, it was a cool it was cool and he's like oh he threw it up on his uh social media so we'll send you the link for sure we'll tag okay. you 
but yeah, if you sure. want to post it, that's always awesome. We love that. And, uh, heaven forbid we get some, uh, Mike and miles listeners, uh, listening to what we're doing. Yeah, really? Yeah, no, yeah, I can post it, man. No oh, problem. we appreciate that. I don't think I said anything too out of line. So <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right. It works. Nothing to get you in trouble at work. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, yeah, yeah. Good. Yeah. Okay, and, great. uh, as always, I just want to say, I still think you should be doing the birthday reads on air. I miss that. I do. I do some. Well, right. Uh, the, you get the odd shout out. I think I got a shout out one year and then you gave a shout out to, uh, Taylor there the other day, I think. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. yeah. So, right. It's yeah, like, if, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> which is always appreciated. I mean, it's always funny, right? It's like, but, uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's nice to hear and it's nice to keep, still keep it, uh, local for sure yeah yeah you no know, people love the birthday line man they love it oh didn't they you tell crazy. me they go crazy for it you told me last year they were trying to get rid of it i don't know if they're it's a sponsored event so they want something there right so and it's been there forever and people love it man like kids really love it you know like if you're oh you hear your name oh to hear your name on the radio you go crazy yeah, so yeah, yeah it's nice that way for sure yeah. Man, I get excited if I get a request on the air. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, oh, uh, uh, what, man, you I'm your friend. I, I'm your friend. I see you. Everything that you post on Facebook shows up. I'm like, you love talking. <laughs> Listen, yeah. loving talking does not mean that it's not intimidating at times. Ah, you do good. You do good. Thank you. <laughs> anyway, Miles, thank you so much for coming on and uh, fitting this into your day. Um, no problem, man. Thanks for having me. No, no worries. And uh, I'll send you some pictures of uh, some toys. Some oh, sorry, adult collectibles. Adult collectibles. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Not sex so toys. You, yeah. Right. So you can have a look. Cool. All right. Cheers, man. All right. Well, this All has right, been one of the one of the most eclectic episodes of hanging at the barbershop. Ah. I hope you guys uh, stuck it out with us, and uh, hopefully we can get some more of these in. And uh, you know, if you want to be a guest on the show, you know how to how to, uh, how to hit us up. Awesome. All right, guys. Thanks very much, Miles. We'll let you go. Thank you. All right. Cheers. Have a good one, sir. See ya. All right. Bye now. Thanks. Bye. Hey, thanks for hanging with us at the barbershop. You can find us on all your favorite podcasting platforms. Please like and share us on Facebook and follow us on Instagram and Twitter to stay up to date on all of our shenanigans. Hanging at the barbershop is a Sawcast production.